Benjamin. Andrew. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. I'm just going to take a quick sip of water here. I just, uh, you know, you got a nice little, got to prime, got to prime the pump. That's right. I, uh, I'm drinking hot water, apple cider vinegar, and honey. Oh. That's the new go to. That's a little healthy. That's a little healthy stuff. Honey, little raw honey, always good for the soul. Yeah. Just trying to get over this sore throat. This is the best my voice has sounded in four days. Get a little, got a little cold. A little bit of screaming at the Las Vegas Golden Knights game on Saturday Ooh. night. Let's we'll just say that. Who do they, were they in town? They were in Vegas. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. You were in Vegas. Yes. How was that? It was swell. My body's thanking me every day for that. <laughs> yeah, we're getting older, Andrew. We're getting older, man. I I can feel it yeah. nowadays when I go hard. Two months from today, Ben, I'll turn 30. Let me tell and, you, man, I, it's it's rough out here. I'm, I'm 30. Speaking, I'm 30 of, rock. speaking of today, uh, to our listeners, it's Wednesday, November 17th, 5.18 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, mm-hmm. uh, 7.18 p.m. Eastern Time. We don't give a shit about the people on the West Coast. Um, Fuck them. Kind of nice, kind of nice doing a uh, a little bit of an earlier evening pod. Yeah, I'll have some time later tonight to do some stuff. Yeah, have sex and eat some dinner. <clears throat> it sounds lovely. What are you making tonight? I might go out and get some pasta. We got a little pasta oh. Wednesday night special across the street from us here. So, I like from your place. It's from like this restaurant right across the street. Eight dollars for three meatballs and some spaghetti. Good stuff go. too. Yeah. But I'm saying across from where you live is what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Well, my parents live yeah. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Well, you live there too, right, Ben? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no doubt. All right, Ben. <laughs> Let's get into some football. Um, once again, not a ton of eyeballs on the football uh, this week for me, but I'll try my best. I have watched some highlights. Uh, Taco Bell takeaway of the week. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, um, I've got underdogs winning um, just straight up this week. Uh, chock full of upsets, as we saw on Thursday night football. Dolphins, Ravens, Ravens just couldn't move the ball. Uh, we had Washington football team over the Bucks in a surprise upset, even though when I think about it, Washington football team gave them a lot of struggle during the wild card game last year as well. Um, Panthers cards. Yes. Kyler was out. That's huge. I get it, but still pretty big upset there. Uh, Vikings chargers. Yeah. The spread wasn't huge on this one. I think it was three and a half at one point, maybe three, Um, but still you would think the chargers would pull this one out. But of course the pesky Vikings are kind of reeling. They are a little bit. They are. And it's a little disappointing because I like them a lot. But you just never know at this point, right? I mean, I feel like it's it's been a wacky season. And then, of course, the Niners-Rams to just top it off on Monday night was – I mean, shout out to the Niners. Like, they just went out and street brawled the Rams and, you know, kicked one their of the asses. More complete, one of the more complete efforts I've seen in a while. Yeah, they just kicked their asses back and forth all over the field. So – um. <clears throat> yeah, underdogs last three weeks are twenty eight, fourteen, and one against the spread. Um. So they're definitely keeping it close, and they're definitely winning outright. Incredible. That's well, NFL, though, right? Parody. That's the NFL. It. It's a beautiful league. Uh, my t- mine ties into that a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, the previous week was also a ton of upsets as we talked about. And, uh, and the NFC specifically, there were certain teams that bounced back from those upsets or, mm-hmm. or those in general losses. And then there were certain teams that did not, uh, those teams that bounced back Cowboys and Packers, granted the Packers had Jordan Love at quarterback the week before. So you were expecting this a bounce week, back this week. They played one of the worst teams in the league too. Let's be honest. With you. <clears throat> That's true. That is true. Um, as did the Cowboys, quite frankly. Uh, but true, way, that was that won. was bad. <laughs> <laughs> they both won convincingly. They proved it wasn't like a you know let, they weren't going to let it spiral. Speaking of letting yep. it spiral, though, the Rams have lost two in a row and have looked bad doing so. <clears throat> the Bucks, I don't think, are in a bad place, even though I don't like them. Um, but still, yeah. have lost. It's hard to count out Tom Brady ever, points. right? Of course, it's just, um, but yeah. it was kind of nice to see them come back down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Cardinals again. Murray's out for both these games, so yeah. it's hard to read too much into yeah. it. But they're still have lost a couple in a row, which mm-hmm. you would you would have expected maybe a win mixed in there, just with them being a pretty solid team all around. I did um, start Matt Ryan in a league in a fantasy league this week. That did not that go, go well. Uh, zero points, literally zero points. Uh, he got benched for Josh Rosen at some point. Yep. So Josh Rosen, the dorm uh, dorm room pool boy, got some action there for a bit. So good for him. You love to see it. All right, we're going to run through the Week 10 scores in Dynasty Kings. A lot going on this week, all mm-hmm. kinds of electricity. Uh, Skaggs Island, 109.5. Bellify Island, 93.5. Scott's Tot, 65. Lamarvelous Llamas, 108.5. Santa Fe football team. With our guest tonight, Travis Hansen, sixty-three and a half points, tough effort this week. Bill Bilicic, the hottest man in the league, one hundred and twenty-eight and a half points. The Darren Narwallers, ninety-one. Maz Meatloaf, the second hottest guy in the league, league one hundred one point five. The biggest game of the week and our future Geico game of the week: the Ohio State ninety-nine, Golden Bandits eighty-eight. Take a bow, Ben. Have Thank time. You. Thank you. Huge. And then lastly, we'll get a little bit more on that one in a second. Lastly, Bees Nuts 50, All Mahomes Ball 87. Uh, for those keeping score at home, that's 137 combined points between the two. It's a rough outing. Ben, talk to me about your emotions getting not only your first victory, but getting a victory over your biggest rival mm-hmm. and winning money off of that victory. <clears throat> It wasn't even about the money. It was about the respect. <laughs> and it was our Super Bowl going into this game. We knew it, too. Yep. And uh, we balled out, and we came out with a victory. We knew we came into the game feeling strong about the squad. We uh, Even before the games had started, I said, watch out for the Ramondre Stevenson breakout game. About yep. three hours later, Travis – or sorry, Anthony was asking, who the fuck is Ramondre Stevenson? So, right. just saying, um, thank you to everyone who ever believed in me, the franchise, um, and uh, just, you know, we want to thank God for everything. Jesus. That's right. Is that a season high for you, 99? I think so. I've gotten maybe 90 at one point, but that's definitely my high. I would have beat a fair amount of teams this week. We had a good week. I mean, look at the top performers. That was a pretty good 50 points from your, you know, running backs right there. Yep, Stevenson and Dylan, and also uh, Fuck Progressive, of course. Oh, absolutely. Um, let's move on. Flo can to suck the... my dick. <laughs> you whore. Week <laughs> ten superlatives. 
best start. We're back. We're back to this segment. We haven't done it in a couple of weeks. Kind of a nice break. You know, it's yeah. always the easiest thing to find. Um, and ironically, Ben, look at that. We've chosen each other's players. Mm-hmm. What a time to be yeah. alive. Um, I'll start with Jacoby Myers uh, on your team, Ben. He was in the receiver slot. He scored 12 <clears throat> points, uh, and you won your matchup by 11. Um, I don't know who necessarily you would have started o- over sure. him on your bench. There were, but there were other guys. I mean, mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers is far from anything that's consistent. I will um, say, uh, yeah, he's been he's been a pretty steady option. He's been good lately. He's, I don't even look yeah, at Yeah, he's just been a steady for. option. Like, he just – Listen, my team's not very good. So when I have a player that can score me six to eight points a game, I'm going to take it. That's what he's pretty yeah. much been doing. So, but I will say the most amazing thing about Jacoby Myers, this was his first career touchdown yes. that he scored yes. this week. I, I do remember that he had, didn't have one. So I'm glad he got Unbelievable. One. So, yeah, that's just crazy. Love it. Uh, for mine, I'm going to choose one of yours, Andrew. And it's the rookie out of Minnesota, your favorite. Rashad um, He has been coming on as of lately, making a lot of big catches um, this week. To be honest, there's not a whole lot of options this week other than, you know, you picture with Kobe Myers. There's not a whole lot of options. Um, yeah. But Bateman had a solid 12 points um, in a win for you this week. So, And what I would say, too, is in a slightly different scenario than, than with your team, <clears> I <throat> did have plenty of other guys that I could have been theory. I know. I had a hard time picking guys today. Um, no, I, slim, I'm just saying like, in terms Dickens. of like in my in my lineup, like yeah, yeah. I could have oh, yeah. been like, oh, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Moss. Well, and that exactly, exactly, that are... exactly, exactly. And that was the first time I started him, so I actually thought about putting him in myself. I so still I think you would have won though, just because I think you won by like 20 yes. points or something like that. So, yes. but still, the point I get, I understand your point. Yeah, I totally get it. In the Battle of the Islands, exactly. Um, and sometimes, hey, playoff seating matters on points total at the end of the season. Sometimes. If there's a tie, say that one more time. If there are ties then the season for playoff seeding, it goes to uh, total points, correct? Correct. Most points scored. So that I mean, you know, it matters. Yeah. Every point matters. Every point uh, matters. Worst set, Ben. Uh, I'm going to go with our podcast guest, Travis, uh, with Mark Ingram, um, who he does have back in the lineup this week, but a little bit curious with uh, Alvin Kamara out. Travis has a, a, a rather thin team, a lot of low-scoring starters this week, and Mark Ingram had 18 points on the bench. You would just think if you've got Mark Ingram and he's like RB1 for a week, that's usually when you'd want to start him. Um, you know, maybe we'll have to ask Travis about that, but that's going to be our sit of the week then. Yeah, no, that is a – it's an odd one, but we will ask Travis and see what his thought process was on that one. Um, again, this is slim pickings, so I hate like – feel like I'm picking on Anthony here, but you Robbie do it every, Ander- every week though. So. I know. And, and, it, and I honestly don't mean to, but like he, I just, it's the only ones that I can find. Yeah. Yeah. So Robbie Anderson, 11 points on his bench. Um, honestly, not a whole lot of options for him, honestly, and not a whole lot of options around the whole league, honestly. So, you know, whatever. It is all good, Ben. It is time for, as I type this in, folks, the E's eye-opening performance of the week. As a reminder, this is where we highlight an individual player, not always fantasy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go ahead and start us off, Ben, because I love your two selections. (laughs) Again, slim pickings. Uh (laughs) Well, there are plenty of eye-opening performances this week, Ben. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I went with, uh, you know, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns, also four catches, 25 points. With Damian uh, Harris out. With Damian Harris out. Uh, but, hey, that's a pretty good Cleveland defensive line, and uh, he was able to take advantage of that. So Pretty good Cleveland team altogether. They've looked good lately. That's true. That's true. Uh, my honorable mention um, would be my second running back, A.J. Dillon. Um, I wouldn't say, like, the craziest yardage stat line per se, but in a cold weather game, he, you know, had 21 carries, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. He also had a long catch and uh, had two catches for 62 yards total. Um, equaling 25 points. So those guys just, you know, got me a cool 50 points right there. That's right. And also against a really good defense for A.J. Dillon. I will um, say, hey, I just wanted to say, the Seahawks defense has actually been playing a little bit better the last couple of weeks. Okay. I, I got to give, right. give them a little bit of that. They have been playing a lot better. Um, the offense was really, to be honest with you, to blame last week, mostly. Understood. Understood. Um, ben, I'm going to go with the – First one would be Stephon Diggs, uh, one of the best receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had a down season by any means, but yeah, he, he, he set the bar extremely exactly. high. Exactly. Just not season. a Stephon Diggs season. Um, leading the league in, in yardage. I'm sure he's still probably top 10 to 15 in fantasy points. But uh, eight catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown, 26 points. You love to see it. Uh, not on my team in this league, but on my team in another league. Love to see it. Yep. Uh, and then a non-fantasy one. Uh, that would be Cameron Swag Newton. Um, he's back. Uh, it just it, it was so funny because by the time that game happened on Sunday, I was fully blocked out and at the blackjack table. <laughs> and so then, like, like at Sunday night, whenever I like came back into reality, I was like looking at box scores, and I like yeah. texted uh, some of the boys. I'm like, "Wait, holy shit! Cam scored two touchdowns. Are you kidding me?" Yeah. And then the next morning, I was watching like a video with him yelling, "I'm back." Anyway, just good to see uh, one of my favorite players of all time back in a Carolina Panthers jersey. Uh, I have very low expectations because I know how much he struggles to throw the football, but it's still just awesome to watch him play football one more time. And and it's so awesome to watch him play in a jersey that's not the fucking Patriots. It really just – it's a breath of fresh air. Uh, I mean, he was efficient. I mean, you look at like – How many times he- did he throw? I think he threw the ball like maybe like seven times and like he played like five passes and one for a touchdown and like he ran two times and one for a touchdown. Like, yeah. Hey, those are, those are big touchdowns. I mean, he's going to start, he's going to start this week. I'm excited to see if like his arm is maybe like a little bit healthier. Um, it was interesting that he didn't play for half the season. Maybe he was trying to like rehab a little bit more and, you know, trying to get that arm stronger. I'm excited to see him uh, maybe become the old Cam Newton a little bit. Can't wait. Uh, and, and, you know, we'd love for him to be able to get the ball to, to DJ Moore. I'm going to continue to uh, stand on that table. Robbie Anderson started getting a little, little bit more last week, so you never know. Yeah. yeah let's get it cracking. Uh, we've got three candidates, Ben, for the great Goose Egg of the week. Uh, whew, yeah, big game tonight. Uh, TJ Hawkinson and Russell Gage, both on Team Nick Snyder, who still managed to beat Zach. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they both had literally zero points, zero catches, the whole nine yards. Uh, and then lastly, barely worth mentioning, Rashad Penny, who obviously shouldn't be in a starting lineup, but we all know why he is. Um, and then the Al Davis just win baby award. We've got uh, Rob, uh, who had a busy weekend uh, with 87 points and a win, would have lost to eight teams, also traded most of his team away. What a time to be alive. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. 
That's such a Rob thing. Rob was Rob was ecstatic this week. He was he's very happy to have a win. He was. He was. And he was he was going nuts. Um, you know, just several weeks ago he, you know, kept telling me, I just don't really like, you know, the idea of trading players I drafted. Uh, and then all of a sudden something just switched and boom, they all went gone. Happens Love it, to the best of us. It does. It does. Uh, looking ahead to week 11, Ben, I'll do a quick fab recap here and then I'll let you read off the week 11 matchups so I can sure. ask the voice a little bit here. Uh, really quiet week on fab. Mm-hmm. First offer was $6 by Zach to DeAndre Carter. Uh, he dropped Tajay Sharp in that field. Uh, he also tried to get Wayne Galman for $4, uh, but was unsuccessful because he probably tried to also t- drop Tajay Sharp in mm-hmm. that one. Uh, Wayne Gallman probably still available. I haven't looked in a little bit, but it didn't look like he got claimed by anyone else. Uh, and then Byron. <laughs> Fre- <laughs> Sorry. I was, I just realized that I chose one. That's not even like a real one. So my bad. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. I'm excited to talk about it. There's literally only two options. Uh, and then Byron Pringle for William who dropped James Washington, uh, $0 bit of course for $0 will ever since will got down to $0 budget. I think he hasn't lost a game. So it's clearly working. Uh, and then unsuccessful claims for Matt Breida and Marcus Johnson because, again, he was going to drop James Washington regardless of who he picked up. Uh, my fabulous edition of the week, Ben, Byron Pringle. Once he pops, the fun don't stop. There you what go, that. Uh, I would like to see, like, maybe, like, a graph of teams that, like, spent their fab at the beginning of the season and what their record mm-hmm. looks like after. You know what I'm saying? Like, something like that. That would be kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, I chose a player that didn't actually get picked up this week. I don't. I honestly did this like five minutes before this, and I was just not paying attention. What happened I chose, to Matt Breida, though? I have no clue. And I just said, "Why not?" If he did get picked up, but he didn't, so you know, hey, it happens. Um, but Zach if I guess used if I, to love him. Yeah, I don't. I feel like he just can't stay healthy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's buried a little bit in that depth chart, but it's not like the. Uh... I like the running backs. For I feel like he's not a three, he's not a three down back. He's not capable of being a three down back. Right. And then he gets hurt too much, and he's just kind of lost a lot of reps. And I feel like when you're not like able to be a three down back or even close to being like almost a two down back, to be honest with you, uh, he's just kind of getting lost in the sauce. And DeAndre Carter had a pretty big game, or at least a touch. Yeah, uh, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know. So. Okay. Yeah, I, did he go to Ohio State? I don't. Is that Chris so. Carter's son? A lot of I, questions, Ben. ben. I'm gonna go look this all up right now. Okay. No, that's not. Through. DeAndre Carter is like this return specialist. At least that's what Wikipedia says. He played college call? football at Sacramento State. Wow, go Hornets! Yeah, he's okay. been on. Hold on, he's been on one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight NFL teams since 2015. Wow. That's a grind. Yep. That is a grind. All right. Can you run through these week 11 matchups for us, please, Ben? Absolutely. Okay. First up, we've got Andrew Skaggs, Skaggs Island versus Daniel Pillager's Bees Nuts. Projections are Skaggs Island 111.7, Bees Nuts. Poor 60.6. We know how this matchup should go. Uh, next up, we got Mikey's La Marvelous Alamas uh, versus one of the hottest teams in the league, William Sales, Bill Belichick, which, by the way, the picture's gone. Interesting. 
don't know what happened there. It might be because I'm on my I took the screenshot on my iPad. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, thought maybe he was like going through some phase or something. I can't wait for him to change his team name too. I don't like that one naturally. Sure, because like I fucking Uh, hate Belichick. Uh. William has won seven in a row after starting after going 0-3. Um, projections are Lamar vs. Lama is 125-120, to 120, so it should be a relatively close game. Some would say that's the Michelob Ultra matchup of the week, but we'll see. Ooh, we'll see. Next up, we have Nick Snyder's Moz Meatloaf versus Scott Lerner's Scott's Tots. Uh, projections here are skewed one way. Moz Meatloaf 150.6, Scott's Tots 83.8. Next up, we have Anthony Frenzy's Golden Bandits versus Travis's San the San Rafael. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Football team. Okay, okay, I think we got it. Uh, you know the word. <laughs> you know the word fell, Ben. Just F E L. Fell. Yeah, fell. Yeah, yeah. The first one's just Rafael. 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 The San Rafael football team. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, projections real close here. We've got a yep. slight tilt in favor of Travis's team, 102.8 to 101.4. So hopefully we've got a good game here. Yeah, playoff implications on the line for sure. Uh, second to last matchup, we've got Robert Blair's All Mahomes Ball and Zach I don't even know. Darren Narwaller's team. (laughs) (laughs) Seven and three team versus six and four. Both big playoff uh, kind of implications here as well. Um, But one team is favored by about 40 points here, and that would be the Darren Narwaller's 111.3 to 75.2. Maybe there's – does look like Omaha's ball is missing one to play, so that might be changed right now. Yeah. <clears throat> the last matchup we do have is the hottest team in the league right now, the second hottest team, I guess, behind William. That would be the Ohio State um, against the Bellify Island Joe's team. Uh, it's a big one. It's a huge one. Uh, I could just knock Joe out of playoff contention right here in this season. Love it. Uh, projections are Joe is favored by 10 <laughs> points here, by about 10 points, 96.7 to 87.7. So uh, hopefully we'll have a good one here. Would you like me to discuss the Michelob Ultra matchup of the week? Well, if you've got any thoughts, I'll chime in as well. But, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'll just kind of, sh- you know, go off your bullets here as well. But uh, Michelob Ultra matchup of the week, we do have William versus Bosco. Uh, Lamar versus Lamas versus Bill Belichick. Uh, does say here potential playoff pre- preview. That does sound about right with both teams performing very well this season. Uh, as the playoff race takes shape, bias coming to play that will also be huge for teams to just go to the second round immediately. Um, maybe get a little healthier as well. You never know. As we did talk about earlier, William does have seven straight wins after going 0 3 to start the season. That's very impressive. Um, and then we do have an honorable. Do you have anything else to say before I go to the honorable mention? No, just two great guys, two friends of the podcast. Um, yep. It's just one of those matchups that just pops out, you know. It's Absolutely. The best teams in the league. Absolutely. Good guys. Good guys. Um, then we're going to go with – sorry, I'm moving around here. But sorry, I, can mean... men- I can mention this part if you want. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Just a little honorable mention to Zach versus Rob. Um, three, of the, three of the four championships in this league have been won by those two men. Um, 
their records are seven and three and six and four. So same exact uh, record matchup as the one we just highlighted. Uh, we'll see how Rob's team kind of bounces back after all the trades and and not too many points last week. Um, but we'll just shout him out. Honorable mention. Some of the goats of the league. Oh, wow. Look at these draft write-ups, man. I put it in here just for everyone's safety. It's perfect because I didn't do any research. So uh, the well, Dynasty Draft Prospect Preview presented by Duracraft Boats. Start us off, Ben, whoever you want. Yeah, and Duracraft Boats, once again, one of our favorite sponsors of the podcast. Shout out to them. Um, we'll start with, I think, maybe one of the ones that has the most buzz and probably will have the most buzz going to the draft, I think, especially for fantasy purposes. Um, are you okay? Yeah, just a burp. Just making sure. Sometimes I puke when I burp that loud. You never know. Uh, Isaiah Spiller, running back, Texas A&M. Um, this guy has been just a model of consistency uh, at – Texas A&M rushing for over 900 yards almost every season while he's been there. Uh, he's 6'1", 215 pounds. Will probably run like a 4'440", 4'540", at the combine. Um, probably have a ridiculous shuttle time and just put up a lot of ridiculous numbers at his combines. Um, he's just a very ridiculous athlete at the running back position. Um, I wouldn't say that he's got like, you know, the Saquon buzz or stuff like that, but but he's 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 up there and he's he just moves differently than a lot of running backs. Um <clears throat> I guess the only thing is is that you would just hope for a little bit more out of the backfield receiving wise. Um but I think he should be a second round pick. Maybe he'll slip into the first. Um and I think he might be a first round fantasy dynasty pick for us. Absolutely. And he's having a good season this season. Yeah, he's got over a thousand yards rushing and yeah, he's playing well. Impressive. Yeah. And that is C.J. Spiller's nephew, cousin? I don't think it is. There was That was like one of the top questions, and I didn't click on it because I feel like I've clicked on it before. And here we go. It's is Isaiah not. No, he's not. Understood. Not, not really. All right. I like him. I did technically see him in person. I went to the Colorado-Texas A&M game. Oh. It, it was hard. I don't, don't remember – a whole lot, not because I'm drinking, but um, I think they use multiple running backs. But anyway, yeah. that was a, it was an ugly game, a lot of puns. Yeah, well, that's the, when the quarterback uh, broke his leg. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Start. Yep, yep. I was at the sports book for that one. Yeah, I think uh, without question, uh, he'll be one of the top three running backs in the draft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next guy I've got is a kind of a newcomer, uh, steady riser, uh, Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. Um, smaller home run threat type of guy, 5'11", 185 pounds, um, has like really come on the season with some massive catches, um, averaging over 16 yards per catch in his career, 17 and counting touchdowns the last two seasons, including a short COVID season. Um, but he's also shown lately that he's been able to run a lot of shorter routes, be like that kind of move the chains type of guy for, uh, this Penn State offense when they need that type of guy, even at 5'11", 185 when he wants to be a home run threat. Um, so that's that's good to see for him. Um, I'm assuming that he's 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 really quick. He should run real fast at the combine, maybe even quicker than a 4'4". Four four. 
um, and should be a first round pick next year. So, and I assume a first round pick in our fantasy draft as well. Wow. I did watch a fair amount of that Penn State Michigan game this weekend. I had some money on it. Um, I do like the way it moves around. I am biased mm-hmm. towards uh, shorter receivers. I don't like them nearly sure. as much as tall ones. I, I understand. I don't personally believe in taking them in the top 15 to 20 picks in the regular draft. Um, mm-hmm. But that's obviously not to say that there aren't successful ones. I just prefer mine bigger. I feel like, and I, and I think <laughs> like that as well. But with the NFL evolving like the way it is, I almost feel like unless the guy is like, you know, Calvin fucking Johnson esque, like these short guys could do almost anything else and put up like some of the same numbers. So I just yeah. I'm like my I gotta evolve a little bit in that. But it's hard for me because I'm like six four, two twenty, four like remember Antonio Gandy Golden? Like Combine yeah. Darling, like that was my guy. And I mean I don't think he's in the league anymore. So yeah, That's here we tough. are. You got a player comp for Jahan? Um, <clears throat> other than Rico Gathers, um, <laughs> uh, that's that's a good question, man. Uh, I'd say maybe like a he hasn't really come on yet to be honest with you, but and he also went to Penn State as well, I guess. But KJ Hamler reminds me a lot of him. <laughs> um, but he's flashed th- a little bit. Yeah, a little bit here and there. Um, He's he's not quite like Rondale Moore where he's like as versatile as him, you know, or that he lines up in the backfield and stuff like that. Maybe he can be, but I saw that more about a Ron Rondale Moore in college. Um, just seems like he's more of a home run threat type of guy that will burn with a lot of speed, um, maybe in the slot sort of deal, you know. Understood. Ben, it's time for Ben's Betting Corner presented by Baskin Robbins. This is becoming one of the saddest corners on the block, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> um, we are at the point of the season where my bankroll has shrunk, and we are making much smaller bets, mostly due to me losing a lot of bets yeah. lately. Yeah. Um, we started off air hot the first like three, four weeks of the season, and things really really came to, it's like a deck of cards, you know, you build it so nicely, they can come down real quick, real quick. So we're still having fun with it. Nothing crazy. Just making some small bets here and there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is it still the NFL that's killing you or is college as well? Oh, everything. Yeah. Everything. I'm, I'm, I've been mushing it so bad. I mean, like, <clears throat> I think I gave Snides and Anthony four college picks and they all lost. Um, last Saturday, and then if I'm not mistaken, my NFL Niagara like, covered college basketball versus yeah, NFL. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even bet on that. And then all my NFL picks good. lost. Joe and I were literally texting each other during the Hawks Packers game, like having like a mush off with each other through texts, like sharing that like we've lost all of our bets in like the last like five days. And yep. then we were talking about how both other teams were going to lose. It was a very negative conversation, but, you know. You, you hate to hear it. Well, yeah. I'm here to provide some positive news. Ben. Thank you. Um, I think I mentioned last week, had a nice little parlay to, mm-hmm. to win three, 387, split between three people. Um, still waiting for the guy to pay me, though, so hopefully that comes soon. And then mm, – Let's go break some kneecaps. <laughs> and then uh, despite an unsuccessful uh, – blackjack experience in las vegas i did i think I, come up on sports bets 
Uh, I, you, I mean, you did say that you raped the blackjack dealer. I, I, I was. I truly was. And then um, they raped you back? That's where it gets blurry, Ben, um, as the IPAs Ooh. were flowing. So it's, but, uh, it was non-consensual. But, yes. but ultimately, all the chips went away. But at one point, I had a nice amount in front of me. Um, and that was a true statement when I said it. I, I was understand. also like, I couldn't speak, but I was also the life of the table, which was a really good time. Interesting. Um, just kind of loved people fired. Would have loved to have been sitting there just seeing what was going on there. It was pretty electric. Um, anyway, our wins, there actually weren't a lot of them, but the big win was uh, putting $50 on the Golden Knights to win by one and a half. That was the game we were attending on Saturday night. The Canucks jumped out to a 2 nothing lead in the first period. Uh, however, the final score was 7-4 nights. <laughs> uh, so not only did we cover, we also saw 11 goals. Shirts were coming off. Screaming was rapid. Uh, just good fun all the way. Took a limo to and from the game. Um, and then uh, shout out New Mexico State uh, basketball for covering against oh. Colorado. So that was just a nice little $20 bet. Well, I love T-Mobile Arena, too. It's one of the nicer one of the finest places out there really honestly yeah when we went there for the pac-12 tournament i was yep. just shocked at how nice it was um and how versatile it is really honestly so i agree i agree completely yep. mm-hmm. um and it was fun seeing like the you know the little castle and like the skit that they do yeah. beforehand where it's like the knights on the ice and i guess i just hate it because i'm a kraken fan now Right, and whenever the Kraken play them, they always like slay the Kraken. And I'm like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, so you'll le- you'll learn to love it, man. I know, I know. It's like a Vegas show. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, uh, Ben. We're gonna take a little commercial break here. Uh, it'll be a Let's little bit it. longer of a commercial break than normal. Um, I'll be in touch, uh, listeners. You won't give a shit because more shit will come on right away. But uh, I'll catch you on the other side, Ben. Sounds good. I just want to take a quick moment to thank our title sponsor, Cheez-Its, uh, greatest snack brand in the world, specifically the four cheese flavor, the single greatest snack of all time. Uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring the show. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you don't like Cheez-Its, go fuck yourself. Back to the pod. Ben, welcome back. Thank you, Andrew. Welcome back to you. Thank you. Really nice little break. Started making a uh, soft-boiled egg for my ramen. Mm. <clears throat> ramen night. Love it. Absolutely. Travis texted me. He said, am I jumping in live? And I'm like, well, technically we all are, Travis. Uh, you know, we hit record and... Uh, life is live. You know, life is live and efficient. Yeah, very efficient. We've been having an efficient podcast. It's been a good one. It is. It's unfortunate that Ben's betting corner has turned into a slightly darker segment. Plus, it's also getting colder, Ben, so we have no ice cream pots. I haven't had ice cream in forever. I had ice cream the other day. Arizona, it's okay to have. That's true. Winter. Yeah, what is it? what's the temperature there? Uh, right now, it's probably like 60 degrees, 65 degrees. Throughout the day, it's been around 80, 85, 90. Yeah, so... Nice, nice. Yeah, it's been it's been nice. It hasn't been like you know, like the summer. I mean, that kind of sounds perfect to me. But it is um, pretty. It's pretty fucking perfect to be quite honest with you. Today here uh, in Denver, Ben, when I went for my morning walk, uh, it was twenty seven degrees, mm. and 
the highest it got was 37. And then like also for my viewers and my listeners back home, there's a dude number three on Texas and A&M is just throwing down right now. Uh, so go look up those highlights on Twitter. I'll try to share it. Has it snowed yet in Denver? Uh, it has not. And it doesn't okay. look like it's coming quite yet. Okay. Rest of the forecast, 50s, 60s, 40s for the next week and a half. I'll be gone for a bit. Uh, you gotcha. saw him back home for Thanksgiving. But <clears throat> just waiting on waiting on Travis here just to figure out this technology. I'm sure he'll, you know, he'll come eventually. Uh, that's what she said. Oh, and speak of the devil. Uh, what's good, boys? Travis. Travis Can you guys hear me? Yes. How are you, Travis? I'm doing fantastic. How are you folks doing? Oh, you're awesome. Happy to, yeah, happy to have you on, let me tell you. Well, uh, yeah, so I'm sitting here uh, actually at Scott's Tots headquarters. Um, I love that. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I actually have a special guest coming here in a couple minutes, so he'll pop on, say hello. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow, this is a surprise. Love to hear it. We love surprises. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew I knew Trav had some dinner plans. I knew there'd be some action. Love it's that. been an eventful well, last hour, right, for sure. What's that? <laughs> you got to beat the traffic going from San Francisco. NFL in San Francisco, right? Yeah, well, there's no traffic, but I had to get here on time before dinner was getting ready so that I could get this podcast in, you know? So, my yeah, schedule's packed right now. If it helps, we're having an efficient podcast, so we can continue that. Perfect. Let's jump in. <laughs> Let's Love jump that. into primetime pick'em. Quick recap. Ben's 10 and 17. Nice little echo going on in the background. Yikes. Uh, he beat he, he won on Kansas City and San Francisco last week lost Baltimore first two and one week in a while Ben congrats yeah, uh, guest picker stays cold one and two eight and 19 overall uh, and then your cell or sorry yours truly uh, 13 and 14 first one and two week in a while only cover was Miami seven and a half lost the Raiders lost the Rams glad the first week that I picked against the Chiefs they flew out the Raiders good times classic yeah. <laughs> Uh, this week, one of the worst Thursday night football games in the history of the NFL, <laughs> New England at Atlanta, Atlanta plus seven. Travis, how do you feel about that football game? Well, uh, I'm actually going to phone a friend on this one, Skaggs. Wow. <laughs> We're going, this is Zachary Ferrando, owner of wow. the um, And we're going to go with your favorite team, the Patriots, your favorite city of Boston, um, minus seven over the Falcons. And that hurts, Zach, because you hate Boston, too. You're the only guy that's able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, like but the, uh, the Patriots looked like a wagon last week against the Browns, so uh, I think it's I think locked in. Love it. We're going to type this. There we go. All right, New England minus seven, Ben? Yeah, I'm also going to – Jump on with these guys. Uh, that was – I'm surprised. I'm shocked at what's going on right now, but I love it. Um, mostly going with the Pats, minus seven here. Uh, after a huge win against the Browns and then the Falcons looking like they're on the downfall, I think. Um, I just think two teams going off this direction give me Pats by seven. Love it. I'm going to go Atlanta money line, of course. Uh, I'll take the seven points if I need – I don't need them, but, you know, we'll take them. Uh 
again, one of the worst games you'll ever watch. Hopefully you don't have to watch it. Uh, we'll move on to Sunday Night Football. Now that's going to feature Pittsburgh at the Chargers. Chargers are favored by five and a half. A lot of COVID going on there. A lot of injuries going on. Travis, Zach, Scott, thoughts? <laughs> so I want to hear your guys' opinion on this game. I think that ben, <laughs> Big Ben, I'm partial to Steelers, but um, I think Big Ben is aging. He's doing this pump fake where he drops the ball on accident. And I and I, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, Ben? <laughs> I feel like he's been doing that for years. Yeah, it seems to be happening more often. I don't know. Um, so I'm actually going to yeah. go Chargers here. Uh, I think Herbert's balling out. I think he's the future. Love it. Benjamin? <clears throat> I'm also going to take the Chargers minus five and a half here. Um, I do think this might depend on if Roethlisberger does play or not. I'm kind of Do we know the latest on that? It. Tomlin almost made it sound like they're preparing that Rudolph plays. And so, if to me, if Rudolph plays, I'm going to take the Chargers minus five and a half. I think Rudolph is maybe, a, you know, bottom three quarterback in the league, and Chargers need a bad victory here and maybe blow them out. Okay. So, Travis, you said you took the Chargers as well, correct? Yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, I've made a living, and there's a reason that I'm at the top of the standings here in primetime pick'em, and that's by doing the exact opposite of the other two people. Uh, so I'll be going with Pittsburgh plus five and a half. Give me Ben Roethlisberger. Give me Mason Rudolph. Give me Dwayne Haskins. Give me Cordell Stewart. I don't care. Uh, that's just too big of a line for a, a, a Chargers team that I just don't trust at this point. Um, so let's roll Steelers. Lastly, Monday Night Football, again, one of the worst games that you'll ever fucking hear of in the NFL. The New York Giants at Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, Bucks are favored by 11. Travis? Well, this is actually – I think this is an exciting game because Brady against the Giants, you never know what's going to happen. Mm, um, I love that. Great point. And also, um, I'm going to ride my boy Saquon, who is projected to be back in the lineup this week. Um, for a big game from Saquon and Brady just shit in the bed. We'll see. Love, Giants. Love, all, love all that. Ben? I, I'm also riding the Giants here. I think 11 is a lot of points. I think Giants have a pretty stingy defense, actually. Um, I know Tampa Bay's – I know. We, we've been pro-Giants this entire year. I know Tampa Bay is probably looking for a, a win. They're probably pretty pissed off. But Giants coming off a bye. Daniel Jones is the fastest quarterback in the league. Um, so give me Giants plus 11. Are we in agreement here, Ben? Do we agree on all these? Oh, uh, I think yeah. we did, Travis. Yeah, it's just great well, minds thinking alike. I know. A couple of hardware guys. Uh, yep, just a yep. couple. Just a couple hardware guys. Uh, Putting the nuts and bolts honestly, together. We're making a live update since you boys both went New York plus 11. I'll go Tampa Bay minus 11. Just kind of fits my style. Um, no further comment at this time. Let's get right you know, into You did the, have Giants plus 11. I did. Because you know what I said? I'm like, okay, go with your gut. You take underdogs sure. with big points. Um, but I can't be. We can't do all three. It just doesn't but now work. you're fading the public. Um, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Now I'm fading the public, and I'm all three of them are against both of you too. So it's just like someone's going to come up, someone's going to come down. You know, understandable. Period. All right, Travis Hansen, San Rafael football team, five and five. Uh, Travis, the roster was a little bit thin to start the season. 
In addition, injuries to Saquon Barkley, Chris Carson, Curtis Samuel didn't help that. All that being said, we all know you're a grinder, uh, and you sit at five and five, just one game out of third place, if you didn't look at the points. Uh, talk to us about the state of the Santa Fe football team. Well, um, yeah, injuries certainly have been helping. I think that we are on the path here. Um, kind of got to trust the process on this one. Um, we made a pretty big move on the offseason, getting rid of uh, King Henry. Um, all respect to our uh, previous namesake, um, uh, unfortunately, he went down this year. I still root for him, but um, I'm super excited to see how Saquon does. He's also been kind of on, those, on his way back slowly, but um, he'll be a feature of our offense for a, a long time to come here. Um, and I think that uh, when you look at standings, it's a little bit misleading. There's how many teams in third place, Skaggs? Like six, five or six plays yeah, yeah. in third place. So um, I, I'm being kind of um, honest with myself here about – about the, the status of our team. And um, I think that we're getting helped out by a close pack and also a really low points against, right? I think I'm either the lowest or second lowest in the league points against. So make no mistake, we are building, but it's promising to see that we're in the hunt. <coughs> yep, Low, lowest points against in the league. Three teams have faced less than a thousand points. That's you, Rob, and Dan. Um, Travis, first of all, what was your previous team name? Again, with um, to Henry. we were we we used to be Tractor Cito, and um, that's right. I, I really love the name, so it's kind of hard to let it go. But um, yeah, we've we've been Washington football team for a little while, and um, I would actually like to make an official announcement. <laughs> oh, um, oh, regarding our name. Hear it. <laughs> um, so uh, our you might see uh, Kyle Pitts. He's going to be a, a staple. Um, we might see uh, Michael Pittman. Um, if, if you notice, there's, there's <laughs> in Pitt. So kind of, uh, I'm picturing 20 points, 20 points a week here with Pitts and uh, Pitts one and Pitts two. So uh, I call that a Pitts of Palooza. So <laughs> going to be Pitts of Palooza. <laughs> love that absolutely love the breaking news on the podcast here yeah perfect segue too because the next question was going to ask about the state of the name and whether it was temporary just like the washington football team there's our answer ben uh, an even better segue into the it's third just, question wow. on the list this guy's a pros pro yeah efficiency is flowing like a waterfall skag let's go <laughs> he's had an up and down first nine games but for the most part people would say he's looked promising obviously every rookie has its struggles falcons aren't good uh, talk to us, first of all, what went into the decision to draft him at number two, and then secondly, just how you feel about his overall potential. This is uh, this is quite a conversation. Uh, I know you had um, Daniel on the podcast a little bit earlier this year, um, and uh, there was a lot that went into this draft. Um, I, was, um, I was pretty dead set on Jamar Chase, but obviously providing a smokescreen because uh, I knew Dan had the first overall. So um, I was saying Travis Etienne, but in the back of my mind thinking Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase. Uh, I, I could see him on my team already. But um, so when it got down to it, I, Daniel was shopping around picks and I saw an opportunity to try and, um, to try and, try and gain some value there. Um, and I ended up being honest about who I had, who I had some interest in. And um, you know what? Came back to bite me because because Dan decided to take him first overall. But you know what? Kyle Pitts, another solid, solid, solid prospect. Um, one of those players that comes around once in a generation. Um, and, and we all know it's a tight ends league. So uh, that's right. So you got tight end. I got tight end locked down for the next 15 years in my roster. So I'm I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, you got him and Goddard. I like the combo. God, I'm getting so fired up right now. It's unbelievable. Let's go, Ben. Wow. Let's, let's, before we kill the vibe, uh, we're talking some, <laughs> some past trades. This, uh, we're going to just skip down to one here. This isn't a question. I just want to give uh, you and Ben a little bit of time to talk hardware. Anything you want to get out there? Um, well, yeah, shit, Ben. Um, you, you know uh, Simpson, Simpson Strong Tie? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh, actually, another news blast here. Um, uh Here we go. I have uh, just given notice to my current employment and will be a free agent in January. Oh, wow. And it ties in because my new company is um, a building component manufacturer that will mm-hmm. be working in partnership with Simpson for uh, mass timber fasteners, oh, screws, okay. hangers, you know, the whole thing. All the good building material stuff. Love that. Yep. Wow. Okay. I'm currently working at Ace Hardware part time while I go to school. I love Ace. Do you have an Ace account, Ben? I don't have one yet. Uh, I do have an Ace account, I think. Yeah, I do have an Ace account. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. Is it good at all Ace Hardwares? Because I, I don't know. Is it like a rewards club or what is it? Oh yeah, dude. You can get some. You can get premier status. I'm already at premier status because I'm an employee. But you can get to premier status and get all these points, and you can get all these like free hardware shit. It's crazy, man. They really treat you well, Ace. Let me tell you, as a customer. Wow, I'm never shopping anywhere else. And I'll be honest with you, people in there know their hardware more than like anywhere else. I would love to go. I'd love to see you, Ben, at my local hardware store. If you're ever in Fountain Hills, Arizona, come to the Ace Hardware. <laughs> we'll 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 give a, we'll just give you a shopping spree there. I might I might come there just for the Ace Hardware. <laughs> Love that. Is, is uh, ben here? Is ben? What'd you say? Can I? Yeah. He was yeah. gonna ask if, if you work there, but I'm gonna jump in real quick. Uh, ben, Go my ahead. question: uh, As a guy with a fireplace, do you guys sell firewood there? We do sell firewood. Yes. Perfect. Do you sell kindling as well? That's a good question. We might sell some kindling, some little kindling here and there. Yeah, we might. I see some. I definitely see a bunch of fire, uh, firewood, but I don't know about kindling. No Get problem. yourself an axe, Skaggs. You can make kindling out of any firewood you need. Exactly. Travis, Travis, don't even know how to make a fire, so getting an axe seems like a stretch. But or um, any dry, we're gonna figure any, some things out. Any dry day, just go out and grab some sticks. That's your kindling right there, bud. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Um, but, 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 but. We'll, we'll transition uh, back to the initial the previous question now that we've had some more positive vibes uh let's hear some of your best and worst trades travis i know this segment might hurt a little bit but if you've got any good ones for us holler. oh yeah this, this this is a good one um uh between daniel and i uh that's that's what makes it worse this is my worst trade um this is kind of early on in the league, really tough to start valuing draft picks and players. So we've heard a few good ones, but this is, um, uh, I, I gave up two first round picks, um, one in 20 and one in 21. And I received Mark Ingram and the 21st overall pick. So that was a, that was quite a tough one for me. Uh, Mark Ingram happens to actually be relevant again, which is huge. Travis, um, why didn't you start him last week? That was a good question. I don't know, Skaggs. I don't know. I wasn't on top <laughs> well, of injuries. I wasn't on top of Kamara's injury. 
If it helps, Travis, you earned worst sit of the week with that decision. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's just rubbing it in, you know? We'll give you the trophy yeah. after the show. Yeah. There's a trophy for, for worst sit of the week? Perfect. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll $5 ship it gift certificate for Olive Garden. Is it is it a is it a picture of a guy on a couch just sitting there? That's right. Oh, I like that. Gift card. Um, the best one I would say, um, I I really enjoyed my trade with Will recently, but I actually more enjoyed. I don't know. This might not be best, but this was a, my my biggest blockbuster trade uh, with Ben actually, mm. and um, so Ben uh, received. James Conner, Russell Wilson, Tariq Cohen, and the 21 overall pick in 20. And I received Josh Allen, Dallas Goddard, the 15 pick in 20, and Ben's 2021 first. Um, That was a a big trade. Yeah, that's not great for me. And you said the 2021 first. Did you end up keeping that? 2021 first. I think so. I actually don't remember. <laughs> it's tough out there. These picks are moving around like crazy, Sky. You know that. I do. We got the echo back too. Uh, anything else for us on trades, Travis? Uh, yeah, the, the the big one also last year was uh, Derek Henry. Uh, Derek Henry and a first. I'll let you know this is this is where Ben's first. This is where Ben's twenty twenty one first actually went was okay. to this trade with Anthony. Um, Derrick Henry and Ben's 2021 first went for Saquon and the second overall, which ended up being Pitts. So, so that's to be seen. Saquon's on his recovery journey and Pitts is promising, but we'll see. So, uh, kind of undetermined on some of these. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Anything else? Um... I'm, I'm I've been trying to I've been trying to make some trades with Will Sale again, but uh, Will hit my line, so we'll see. <laughs> hot. All right, we'll, we'll get the pipeline going. Will is hot. He's making deals. Rob's making deals. Hot yeah, I got, I, got toss, I got to toss Robin off her too. He's been he's been trading like crazy. Yeah, I think he might be uh, slowing down, huh? Finished, but we'll see. I mean, we'll <laughs> see. <clears throat> he got rid of a lot of the big name receivers. We'll see. He might not um, be done yet. He might not be done yet. Yeah, my my trade my trade strategy is actually going to be coming into play here in the next couple of years. I just loaded up on a couple future firsts, and when I feel like uh, Pitsapalooza is ready for a run, we're going to make an acquisition. I love that. Absolutely love that. All right, we're going to transition to some more football talk, of course, because you're a football guy, Travis. Uh, this is a football podcast. Uh, these don't have to do with your fantasy team. Uh, it's well known that you played linebacker in college uh, as well as professionally in Italy. What might not be as well known is that you didn't play football freshman year of high school, unfortunate, because we were really sick. Uh, what went into your decision to ultimately decide to play football? Remind me, did you play a different sport in the fall freshman year? I did. I was actually uh, a soccer player uh, or football, yep. they call it. So um, yep. that was uh, that was enjoyable for the moment. I actually rode some pine. Um, so, so I'd call that the, uh, the worst sit of the week from, uh, my soccer coach. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so soccer was freshman year. I was actually more into baseball. Baseball is kind of my main sport. Um, I remember. 
but uh, but baseball ended up being one of the most frustrating sports because you you go up there, you and the pitcher, you have there every three innings. If you if you get out or you strike out, you gotta sit there for three innings before you get another at bat, right? So you're just sitting there in your own head and um, uh, and just kind of really getting frustrated about it. And and football was interesting to me because you got a do over every single play. Yep. Right? You make a you get back, make that play. You hop back up, and you hit the guy in the mouth even harder the next time. That's right. That's For true. context, Ben Travis was a guy who would ground out and like freak out as he was running through first. Um, Travis is passionate because he was so upset. Yes, a very passionate competitive athlete. I love it. Um, and then you switched over sophomore year. When yep. did you did you have a did you have a growth spurt? I know you're always relatively tall, but you obviously became much bigger throughout college through playing football, but. There must have been a growth spurt as well that helped kind of with your advancement in football. It was um, – well, we, well, as you know, we didn't really have a, a weight training program in high school. So um, right. I, it wasn't until I really hit college. Um, it was probably – so freshman year was junior college. Uh, ju- junior college offseason after freshman year was the first time that I've been really in a weight training program, and I got stretch marks everywhere. <laughs> so sick. Uh, and then, and then that just kind of kept going for the next four or five years. I ended up, I went from like 180 in high school to about 245 senior year. So like that was yeah. that was a pretty proud moment for me at the end of the year. Incredible. Were you um, eating a lot too, Travis, or were you just listening heavy? That was that was what the chicken breasts were going on. You know? like, right. we'll talk. Let's segue, man. No, let's segue right now. Man. All right, well, let's talk chicken. Let's talk it. Let's talk some chicken. All right, dude. Well, um, so we know the rumors are that you used to eat a lot of chicken. That's not even the rumors. It's just fact. How much of it do you still eat? Do you still eat it like plain, like breast? And what is your favorite type of chicken? (laughs) I love this conversation. Chicken, chicken goes with everything. Tell you that much. Absolutely. Um, The um, my chicken habits have uh, reduced over time. Uh, I think that I ate so much chicken during my during my weight gain that I started to have like mild allergic reactions to it. Mm-hmm. So, so like later, uh, towards the end of college, I'd try and eat a chicken breast and I'd start to get red and like itchy and hot. And I'm like, okay, something's probably not right here. Yeah, that's odd. Wow. Uh, What's your favorite kind of chicken, Trout? Well, so my favorite type of chicken is actually uh, beer can chicken. Um, yeah, so I got my, my parents got me this cool barbecue attachment that you put a beer can in this little stand and you put a whole chicken on top of it, barbecue it for about 45 minutes to an hour, um, and it comes out perfect. Um, obviously, there's seasoning involved, but um, I would love to make a beer, a couple of beer can chickens at our, at our destination draft. You can't wait Fuck for yeah. that. Fuck yeah. Wow. That sounds delicious. All right. We'll keep you honest on that one. Wow. Um, football, Travis, who in this league would you be most worried about facing in the Oklahoma drill? And who would you be least worried about facing in the Oklahoma drill? That's a great question. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say I'm, I'm the most, actually, no, I'm going to say the least worried about Zach. Zach, (laughs) no doubt about it. It would be like you ever seen a car that stopped on a railroad track and the railroad (laughs) fucking plowing that car. 
<laughs> I'm so fired up. I hope you're. St- I hope you're staring him in the eye right now. I had him down, pinned to the ground. Uh, who's that little kid talking in the background? Oh, uh, hey, uh, adios, Zach. Zach's on the way out, but we love Zach. See you, bud. Love you. Um, the uh, uh, the most worried I would be. Hmm, so I'll name a few guys I'd be worried about. Um, Bosco has been a vocal adversary in the, in the Oklahoma drill, and I know I know he's an ex athlete, so I think he's got some. Uh, some sneaky strength there and, and might might have some grit and uh, might be a challenge. Um, Skaggs, you've also been a vocal a vocal uh, <laughs> adversary um, at Dan's wedding. I think I saw you a couple times and each time you're like, I'm drill now. Uh, so, so that's just a that's just a conflict waiting bubble over. I can't wait for that. Um, ben, Ben, I know I know you're a, you're a well built guy, so um, Thank I think you. I might be a little worried about you. So, um, former lineman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ben, what was your last football experience? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, senior year uh, of high school. I mean, I've coached. I've coached since then, but senior year of high school was my last playing experience. You, you ever get out there and uh, put the pads on with the kids, or what? <laughs> oh no! I you know I do some Mike Vrabel stuff every now and then. You know I, I you know I get a little physical with them, but nothing too crazy, and I don't put on the pads or anything like that. But you know, I, I give them a little stiff arm now and then if they need a little stiff arm to the helmet. What if I? What if I was the guy at the hockey game, Ben? Would you? Would you all go with Joe then? Oh man, that that got interesting. Let me tell you, that was that got uh, that was almost an Oklahoma drill right there. Uh, Would have loved to have you there. Let me tell you, Snides fired me up though. Was just turning to me and going, "Should we just kick these guys' asses?" That really got me fired up. But um, yeah, that was a great time. Would have loved to have you there. I'd be worried about fired up hockey, Ben. Um, yeah. Stoned Ben may not be too fired up, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> Tw- yeah. Twitter Ben's the one that scares me the most. You know what? The issue was I couldn't hit the pen in the arena, so that was an yeah. issue. I wasn't high, so that's an issue. <laughs> Unable to calm down. Travis, mm-hmm. give us an NFL player comparison for both Ben and myself. <laughs> oh, fuck. NFL player comparison. Um well, Skaggs, uh, you look and played a lot like uh, my namesake, Kyle Pitts. Uh, he was a, a, a tight end, but really wide receiver at heart. So I think you had that that tall height, um, the jumping ability, um, the the basketball box out. So I put you kind of like a Kyle Pitts. Um, That's a palooza. Ben, Ben, I might put you. I might put you. Just hearing you've been a, a lineman, I might put you in the. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jason Kelsey. You know, oh, that's uh, fine. That's a good one. That's a great got some, one. Got some swagger, um, built, little hard nose, but um, ultimately a really solid player. Two great yeah, beards that. too, and a, and a couple of great beards. Yeah. Yes. Great guy. Great player. All right. A couple more questions, Travis. Thanks for being here. Uh, are you going to the Sir Francis Drake High School 11 year reunion next weekend? I sure am, Skaggs. Am I going to see you there? Absolutely. Love and uh, is there an underrated hot chick from high school that you're hoping to see there? <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble with my girlfriend, Skaggs. Admit- admittedly, that's a good point. And admittedly, I have no one in mind. I just like <laughs> yeah. to know. Just, well, just curious. I would say 
I actually have a pretty random recent connection with a couple girls from our school that um, I would like to talk professionally with. Um, oh. You know, um, so I've been getting into this uh, this forestry and uh, mass timber company, and one of our classmates is is um, did a uh, I think a master's and a PhD on this particular topic. So I'd love to talk with her about that. It was um, Camille Sweezy. Do you remember her, Skaggs? I do. Yeah. So I'm hoping to see her there. Talk professionally <laughs> a little bit. Love um, this. Yep. The, uh, We're networking um, on this fucking podcast. This is this is an all-time pivot from Travis on this question. <laughs> Beautifully done. Networking, baby. Talking shop. I, I just love talking shop. That's what this reunion's for is for me, is just talking shop. <laughs> just hand this. out business cards. We got we got a we've got a rocket engineer probably coming. Um we've got some some pretty successful people. So you know what? It's an event. Wow. Yes. Love that. <laughs> um, uh, Ben, you want to ask your other question you got up on there? Pretty simple one. Yeah. Why and how are you the nicest guy in the league, Travis? <laughs> why and how? That's a question for you guys. You're just a great guy, Travis. I, you know, I just like every time I'm in the, in the chat, I'm always like, Travis, great guy. I appreciate that, Ben. I'm, I'm, I'm generally a positive person, so I think that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, and I feel and, like we've uh, maybe met twice, and one time was golfing, and it was just a great time. We smoked weed, golfed, and talked hardware. Yep. That sounds like a time to me. Can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. It's always been that way, Ben. It's just how it's been. Just Love a happy it. kid, except Love for when it. he's grounding out in baseball. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. It's a bad day to be a fence nearby <laughs> if I ground it out. I'll tell you that much. That's okay. <laughs> though. That's okay. <laughs> And I'll, I'll say I uh, I haven't been the best at shit talking for like I kind of new to the shit talking game, so I think that like the, like shit talking can kind of can kind of turn into aggression pretty quickly, but it goes too far. I don't kind of just straight away from that mostly, but I'm uh, yeah. I, I think I'm shit talking a little more recently. Love to hear it, especially with your good friend Daniel, of course. Yes, yeah, so th that's a that's a famous shit talking relationship, but but ultimately it's all lost. So. That's right. Uh, Travis, you lived in both Weed, California, and Humboldt County. Uh, you also famously patented the phrase "Eat Weed 2020." Uh, first of all, how how did that go? Uh, and second of all, what's the worst experience you've had with an edible? <laughs> um, Eat Weed 2020 was uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I figured it was time that we moved from uh, inhaling into eating. They, I mean, nowadays they have brownies cookies gummies like like whatever you want you can eat it so you don't so, have to tell us yeah for real um so so it went well i think that i still love i still love um just smoking a bone though so um it, it just, being like a joint yes i just get slow ribbon a joint so i haven't gotten away from it completely but um i think it's ultimately positive okay i love that um Speaking of which, I might munch on one right now. Um, wow. Corova, Corova mini cookies, ten milligrams. Um, yeah. Um, As for the second question, Travis. Yeah, worst experience. Um, I've actually not had not had a really bad personal experience, but I have a friend who had a really bad experience. His name is Foster. Um, <laughs> they, they were. Um, this is when I was playing professionally in Italy, and. Um, Foster and Dan were planning to meet me 
um, in Italy to do some traveling. We were going to go to Barcelona. We did running of the bulls. We did Berlin, Copenhagen. We kind of went all over the place. Um, but on the flight over, Dan, uh, Dan's a known, uh, known powerhouse on the, uh, psychedelics and marijuana consumption. Um, and he, his, his quantities really skew, uh, towards mm. much and Foster halved, halved the amount that Daniel ate and, um, and still lost his mind in the airport. Uh, <laughs> uh brutal. Uh, I've heard, I've heard stories from him personally, um, that, uh, all, all the sounds around him were super exaggerated. Um, he, his legs wouldn't work, you know, like the classic, like just hole that you can't get out of. Um, uh, and ultimately I woke up to a text that said, uh, we're not going to make it. And I was very confused. Um, <laughs> he was happy to hear story afterwards. So that is, a, that's, that's a great story. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> a couple quick final ones. Uh, Travis Kilfuck, Mary, Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow, or Tim Tebow. Oh man, Skaggs, you know me so well. <laughs> so I'm going to put three different Tim Tebows out there. I'm going to say, okay. I'm going to stay, I'm going to say playoffs against the Steelers, Tim Tebow. I'm going to marry that guy for sure. Um, Love that. Uh, I'm going to put out there a uh, baseball Tim Tebow. I'm going to kill that Tim Tebow. Okay. Um, Makes sense. And I'm going to put out a tight end Tebow. I'm going to fuck him because uh, it's a tight ends league. So that's hot. That's hot. Absolutely right. Travis, we're going to wrap up with name that league member. We'll keep it quick. Uh, this league member uh, had a situation where an old woman with dementia thought he was their grandson and tried kidnapping him uh, from his parents' backyard. Name that league member. Wow, that is a wild story. Um, can I get a little more info? Uh, there's no one to ask, but anyways. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, interesting. Um, if I remember correctly, the process of elimination may leave us with uh, – None other than Ben Goldstein. Well, wow. He's very smart, this guy. He's moving along. I love this. That was me. Is that me, right? Yeah, let's do the story, Ben. Oh, Ben, I got to ask some questions. Go ahead. I want to hear your your take on it first. It was a long time ago. To be honest with you, I don't remember a whole lot. I think I remember I was probably like three or four, uh, just swinging in the backyard and some little playground that we had. And uh, some old lady approached me and like tried, like, you know, Hey, come with me. Like, let's go. And my mom got me inside real quickly. And then she came like banging on this on the sliding door. That scared the shit out of me. Eventually, the cop showed up. Like, she wasn't arrested. I think she like got out of her like senior home down the street, and she was just super confused. So, I wouldn't say it was like a kidnapping situation per se, but it was close. So, uh, yeah, it was fun though. It was good times. Good times, Ben. You you sound like a kidnappable kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think she was gonna be like mean to me. She was just trying to, you know, take me out. That's Probably gonna go to, yeah for an ice cream. Or ice something. cream, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, grand grand grandmom stuff. You know, grandma stuff. That's right. Or Maybe a Or was it a Hansel and Grail situation where she wanted to cook you up? Oh boy, that would have been odd. Uh, it sounded like dementia. Hopefully, she wasn't like faking it. And then she go like found another kid. 
Um, that would have been bad. I didn't hear about anything. Nobody heard about anything, so hopefully not. All right, I got a quick question for you resourceful folks. There's been a fly in my apartment for 72 hours, and I can't catch it or kill it. We got any ideas here? <laughs> it's like slowing down significantly because I've like whacked it a handful of times, but I can't catch it. Is it a big fly or is it a small fruit fly? It's it's medium size. It's not a it's not a huge one by any means. It doesn't make noise when it flies around, but it's it's bigger than like a little gnat. I'm uh, I'm partial to the I'm partial to the electric tennis rackets. Mm. Yep. Yeah. But what about something good. I might have in my house right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have like can vinegar? I make do you have vinegar I, do have, I have a tennis racket I have apple cider vinegar <laughs> uh, apple cider vinegar might work you could put that in a spray bottle and try to spray it down yeah apple cider vinegar also works for the fruit flies because you can you can put a saran wrap over the top of a little glass of apple cider vinegar and poke some holes in it they fly in there can't get back out yeah incredible that might be the answer I'll let you guys yeah, know. Try. Let's, let's know how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Let's know. Anything else for us, Travis? Yeah, I want to weigh in on one uh, one conversation you guys have had on a couple of the past podcasts. Um, this soup situation, uh, <laughs> I really want to weigh in on. Um, let's hear it, Travis. I fucking love soup. Yes. Um, yes, so, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. And, and also, it, I kind of want to toss this question out there. Um, I, I sent it over in text as well. Uh, would you consider chowders, stews, and chilies? I think a question for Ben. I think stew is their own category. I think like a clam, clam chowder, those kind of corn chowder, almost any kind of chowder is a soup. Um, chili, in my opinion, is mostly a soup unless you start kind of getting more like beanish slash less soupy i guess less brothy uh that might go towards the stew section um stews to me is more like a thick like kind of like meat pie almost you know so which i don't mind at all um but i'm just definitely more of a soup guy soup soup has been a big part of my life yeah mine too man uh like (laughs) my during my college career um chili dogs microwave chili dogs was a huge staple um, close, close second to chicken, uh, chili dogs were the, the weight gainer for me. Wow. That sounds pretty fucking good, actually. Maybe we'll make some chili dogs in the draft too. Who knows? Sounds it's all going to be happening at the draft. I heard that. <laughs> it's all going to be happening. That's for sure. And this I'll, uh, look, I'll eat, I'll eat chowder. Um, I'll eat chili. The more thickness, the better for me. We can get you so some CPK. Liquidy soups. I'll, I'll bring some CPK out wherever we go. Oh, love that. <laughs> <laughs> I know this guy's a huge CPK guy. Uh, at the lofts, we would we would do uh, microwave CPKs once a week with a bag of salad. That was kind of the staple. Hold, hold on, oven CPKs never in the microwave. That's how yeah. You sorry, sorry, it. sorry. Oven CPK. You're right. Last <laughs> off for us. No, this has been a great interview, Travis. You've been a great guest, as always. One of the nicest guys in the league. Happy to have you, man. Thanks for having me, guys. I had a blast. Thanks for being here, and have a great evening, boys. Adios, Adios. guys.